The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home and away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. <laughs> Leave it to Jesus to have, like, bathroom humor. That's not, is that not funny? Like, since, any, since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine. Like, only, only he could figure that out. That's funny. But there's a reality here. So, again, he's expounding upon Jewish understanding. He's expounding upon the Jewish laws that are of man, let's say. Like, don't eat the pork, it's not good for you, because it was an unclean animal, because it ate whatever it would eat. Jesus is saying, actually, you know what, no, like, all the food is good, it's fine. And, and maybe instead of being so consumed and concerned about these external things, why don't you worry about what's inside of you? Which is nice, because I love bacon, so I'm really grateful he did this. We also have to, like, while there can be jokes and humor, it's like, oh, I get to eat all the donuts I want. No, we need prudence. We need, we need other virtues to hone in what we consume. But the idea, again, is the things that hurt us, the things that defile us, the things that make us unclean are the things that happen internally. It's how I look at another person. It's how I judge a person. It's how I think of them. It's how I... I create my actions. So when he goes through that list, right, it's a pretty extensive list. Like, from within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. Those are the things that ultimately, yeah, we make a decision to act on that. No one just goes out and says, I was forced to, do, to, forced to murder them. Like, okay, maybe you... Maybe you were, like, there's, like, a certain situation where, like, someone threatened you to hurt someone else. But the point is, like, that person who threatened you, they did that from, from their own choice, from internally. The person that, that has greed, like, why do they have what I, like, I want that? That's an internal thing. We choose those realities. What's going to combat this? It's the virtues. It's living sacrificially it's living selflessly and those are also choices that can come to us we've been kind of also directing being directed through genesis as of late with the readings which is great um, and we hear another 
narrative of the creation of, of man and woman. And it is important that God does spell out like, hey, I've made all of this. I'm going to put you in charge of it. You're responsible. There's one thing you're not supposed to do. Don't touch that tree. You'll die. And so then we get the whole conflict with the serpent later on. He's like, yeah, da, da. and they do die. They don't die and like dead, but they die because they lose the relationship with God. Like that is ultimately what sin is. Sin is death for us because it kills our relationship with God. And guess what? He doesn't want us to be dead. So he literally gives us Jesus Christ, who then literally dies so that we can have life through salvation, through reconciliation. How cool of a God do we have that did all of that, that loves us so much, and we still are who we are sometimes? So yeah, there's things that we all know we need to work on. We all know that external beauty is just one element, right? The, it's, it's truly internal beauty that, that matters the most, and and we can tell when a person's internally ugly, when a person's internally corrupted, when they're internally destroyed. And we know that within ourselves. We feel that. We sense that. So that, that's a, a motivation often to go to confession. But we take all this and recognize, one, we have such an amazing God who, who created so many things and in the midst of that still wanted to make you and me. That's just, that's just the one like crazy reality. And in creation of you and I, of us, he even gives us the guidelines like, here's, here's what you should do and here's what you shouldn't do. Again, we should listen to the ones that have made us. We listen to the, the, the manufacturers of cars. We listen to people who create other stuff like, don't go in that door. It's broken. I'm going to go in it anyway. Like, no, like, it, it's, it's not so complicated. We make it complicated because the things that screw us up or what comes within us. And so there's a sense of even frustration. I'm, my, I'm at my own fault. I know what right is. I know what wrong is. It, natural law is thankfully that. Natural, it's there. And yet, I'll still make a choice to go and be envious. I'll make a choice to, to not look away when I should look away from something and if it's going to cause uh, problematic thoughts for me. I make the choice to to hide and take and, and become internally greedy. But it goes back to we have a, a creator who knows that about us and wants us to be reconciled. He doesn't want us to stay stuck. So like I said, virtues. Virtues are the antidote. Virtues are the things that help us to actually find the middle balance. Because you can have, with any action, like all these things, these are all tend to be, well, not all of them, these all, well, they're all excess. Let's just put it that way. Sometimes there's too much, sometimes there's too little. So I always like using the example of courage. Too much, having an over-excessive amount is rashness. Having too little, a, a, def, a deficit, is cowardice. Right? If, if I'm greedy, I'm, I'm probably being too selfish. But if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm, I'm being actually harmful to myself, potentially. So the middle is is uh, humility and adultery right that's uh, or even lust like i i'm looking at another person in a way that 
I'm trying to take. I'm not just identifying their beauty. And, and too little, right, can be um, a, an inability to actually surrender oneself. Point being this. We are all screwed up. We have a creator who loves us regardless of that, who actually wants us to be perfected, to be healed. So he tells us, like, don't worry so much about the external stuff. That's not the place to start. Start internally on your heart. Start there. If your heart is right-oriented right to me, these other things will go away. And if it's not, we're going to correct them. We're going to tweak them. And I'm going to help you by saying, do this and don't do this because I love you. We know that. We've all, we've all grown up in families. We haven't always agreed with the people who have told us what to do, but we know that they probably did it because they love us. God loves us. Therefore, he tells us what to do. As his children, we should listen to him. And, you know, we're going to screw up. That's where we keep going back. So the final point is don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged or deflated or thinking like, this is impossible. It's not. It's just hard. But it's worth it. So may we acknowledge our own fault, acknowledge our own weakness, and ultimately cling to God and the dependence we need to have with him.